0: It's time to peel back the false beliefs and remember who you are, light and love. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Again, that's heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 349. Today's interview is all about the game of life and how to play it. Welcome to today's interview. I actually have brought back Natalie Ventimiglia. Natalie, welcome. Hi. I'm so excited to have you back. uh, We've been chatting for a while, but there's so much to cover. Before we get started, please give listeners who haven't heard you before, where do you live and what do you do?
1: Okay. Um, So I live in Denver,
0: Um,
1: and so if you would have asked me that, you know, even... The last time we spoke, I don't even know what I said. I purposely didn't listen to our old interview because I just it's like that old person was that old me, you know, and we are allowed to like just evolve and be somebody else. And so now I see myself more as like this ascension, um, like participant in also a way that, um, is going to learn what I've learned about ascension and then and then teach that. And so I use art and all kinds of arts, not just like my art, but the arts in general or creativity, in order to get those messages across to the collective consciousness. So, when they're looking for it, they will be able to find it. So, the class, the art itself, going to these seminars, you know, where I have seen you several times, and um, just making this information available to those that are looking for it. That's like my main mission.
0: And that's an important tool. I, I truly believe we all have our own gift and I love speaking. I love the video. I'm sorry, the camera and doing video. And, and that's my creative outlet is teaching through video and podcasting. Yours is art. So if we all know and understand, we have that creative outlet, whatever that tool may be. And that's what we're like, that's the channel we're being used through and yours is art. Right.
1: Right. Well, I definitely feel like your job is to figure out what your job is. You know, we are all so smart and we all come with this so many gifts. We just forgot what they were. And so finding what your gifts are is figuring out what you like. I personally love art and I love science and I love spirituality. I love questioning consciousness, pushing the levels of consciousness Mm -hmm. through these things, which is really just creativity, you know, science, which would be just research. Researching my um, like experiment, experimenting with my life as a strategy, and then observing my experiment, you know, <laughs> and then changing the experiment up a little bit with a different variable, and then seeing those results. And we're doing that all the time. And when you use the word science, and I just kind of want to like demystify that a little bit because I think people get intimidated about the classes, you know, the class that I wrote, but it's really just an observation of the experiment, which is your own life. And then spirituality, which would just be this unity consciousness, like using more than just you, but using spirit, meaning all the things that are around you in order to figure this place out.
0: Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, I want to offer you some additional resources. Check out my website, heatherhakes.com and take the free life assessment. This is a great tool to take inventory in life where you're feeling in alignment and abundant and where you're simply feeling stuck, stressed out, or as someone recently emailed me, completely ruining their life. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. Again, check out my website, heatherhakes.com and click on course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one coaching. I will teach you what has taken me years and tens of thousands of dollars to learn in which you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free strategy call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now back to regular programming. Okay, I like the keyword you use there, an experiment and variable. So we all all the time, whether or not we're aware of it, conscious of it, we're con- creating, we're, geez, I got to get that up. We are manifesting our reality through our thoughts. And But now that you've become aware and the observer of the variables and the experiment, okay, that didn't work. Let me try this. But it's taking you time in experiments to get there, right?
1: Yeah. So I think that the, the way to win this game is to know you're in a game. That's the yes. first step. You know, people are thinking, you know, and I believe that, that is that that is where things split. That is the fork in the road where mm-hmm. people come to this place and they think that that things are happening to them. Yeah. And they are they are a victim of the circumstances of this entire place. Their parents, the game, they don't, you know, Earth itself. They're the mad government.
0: At, let's throw in the government all of it.
1: boss. All of it. Religion, this, <laughs> you know, duality. They're mad at duality. Okay, they're mad at polarity. And you can't be mad at that. Like, you cannot be mad at polarity, because that's the game you chose to to play. And once you realize that you're in a game, then you're like, Oh, crap, games require strategy. And strategies are what are going to get us through. How do you know your strategies working? Well, that's an experiment, you run an experiment, here's what I'm going to do i'm going to create a website and i'm going to give art. you know i'm going to interview people this is yours i'm going to interview people and i'm going to um find the overlap between what i'm doing and what that person is and i'm going to send this out into the world and then people are going to learn from my experiences because i like video and all that kind of stuff you know what i mean? then you find people like me, you're like, yeah, I, I love Heather. I love to talk to Heather. I love talking about consciousness. I love, I love talking about what you're doing. I want to know what you're doing, what your struggles are. And so we can help each other. And that's important to me. So now we have, well, now we're trying, we're helping each other in the strategy. This is the strategy. This is the game. We are playing it right now, you know, like <laughs> just trying to figure that out.
0: Have you seen hunger games? oh,
1: like, I I think Hunger Games, just like The Matrix, just like John Wick, just like Upload, just like all these things, they are games inside the game. They're, They're training videos, basically. They are videos to help you understand this place and how things are hiding in plain sight. Like, that is such a metaphor. Like, I could use that movie in every interview I ever do for the rest of my life as to what is going on in this place. You know, there are,
0: Yeah. That it's a simulation, a holograph and that we are, we're in, and I've only seen it once and it was years ago. So clearly I need to go rewatch it because I love metaphors and analogies.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. It's like, we are all dropped off. We chose this game, hunger Mm -hmm. games on planet earth. And it's like, we forgot that it's just a game. And I love that you use that. So how what Are these strategies and different things you're using to be like, oh, well, wait, I want to have fun, I want to do it this way, I want to learn more, I want to go higher, I want to go to 5D? How are yeah. you doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: every day, knowing that I'm in this game and knowing that every single conversation is a clue, everyone mm. like, I'm so smart, like, this is what I do to myself, this is the game that I play every day. I think, well. I don't really trust everyone else. And I know that, but I trust myself enough to know that if you are in my world, I must trust you enough to give me some information, whether that is in the negative polarity or the positive polarity Mm -hmm. and the discernment of figuring that out is the game. Like, do I like you? Do I like being around you? How do you make me feel? How is this information that you're giving me resonate with all the other information that I know? And so not only are you finding the overlap, but you're also finding the dis, the disconnection, like the one that you're like, mm, I'm not sure that's right. And that's huge. I mean, that is so big. You're like, oh, wait a minute. That's not, that doesn't, that doesn't fit in with what I already know. And then you have a choice right there. You're like, do, do I find why that doesn't believe, why I don't believe that? You know, like that, wait a minute. That's not what I know. So I've researched that to decide if it's better than what I know or if it is totally opposite to the point where like it solidifies what I know. And that's the game all day. Evidence. Constant, conf- constant self-reflection. You're like, hmm, wait, that guy just said that. I've never heard that before. Is that, is that right? Is that true for me? And then you just decide, I don't know enough about that. I, I'm not going to, because I feel like people do this to me a lot, or maybe this is my mirror, right? They try you know, they don't understand it. So they, they think it's wrong or they criticize it or they make fun of it or they, you know, they condemn things that they don't understand. And I was taking that super personal for a very long time. And finally, I was just like, wait a minute. I just, I can't do that. Like, I I cannot take personal things. I can't take that personally. What people don't understand about me. I get it. They don't know this yet. There's something else that I don't know then too. What don't I know? And then you research it, you know, you like, and then you try to find these overlaps and then you try and find the things that are just trash. That's discernment. That I don't need to know that. That's not part of my world. I don't need to hang out with you. I don't need to hear that. I already know that that doesn't work for me. And then you just keep going. It's like pinballing to the next source, the next source over and over and over and over and, over and playing the game. What are we learning today? What are we doing today? And moving on, to from that point of learning to the next point of learning to the next point of learning and knowing what to trash is the game like what to trash
0: is it fair to say on your journey it's taken some self-humility to say maybe I don't know oh that is the game right because the the problem is is that you meet these people and they're like that's not true
1: like how do you know like how do you know do you know everything about science so what's happened is that like for example I, I can talk about you know my parents or um, all parents or scientists, all these things. And so they think they know anything about physics, like Newtonian physics. It's just, we're finding it's incomplete. It's, it's just incomplete. But when you have dedicated your life to a particular religion or a particular science, and then some new information comes in, you have to admit that you were wrong that, or that you were that you have been duped you know what i mean that you yeah. believe something and it was that was actually a really big turning point for me when i read um some of Neil donald walsh's um books it was I'm actually I, I've, God. I've read, yeah i've only read one of his books and it was enough because at that moment again mm. i was trying to have i was having a really difficult time with the religion that i was brought up in and so and everyone in my family is like, they want, your parents want you to take the uncharted path. They want you to, if you asked any parent, they would say, oh my gosh, yes. I want them to find out, be the best version of themselves. I want them to chart the path that is, you know, the path less, less taken and uh, the road less traveled. That's what I was looking for. And you want all these things. Yes, be the highest version of you. Oh, but do it with my rules. Do it inside the church that I've always gone to. Do it with, inside the physics and the, the science that we've always known, because this is, this is known. And I'm thinking, that's not known because you are, contra- it's, there's full of contradictions. And so if the one time it's contradicted, it's wrong. It's, or it's not wrong, it's incomplete. And that's what I learned from Neil Dollar Wash. It's not, not that religion was wrong, it was incomplete. Now that all the science that we have figured out so far is wrong, it's just incomplete. So if you change that tiny little thing from everything we've always done was wrong and I've been duped and this was like, oh no, it's not wrong. I just didn't understand it fully. And now I have new information and how do I integrate this new information into what I already know? And so I can unlock a new key, more coherent, more in resonance,
0: Mm.
1: a new code, which now unlocks another key. But if you're not willing to admit that what you thought was right or true this whole time might be incomplete, you'll never get to the next level. Cause then you're stuck on what is I'm right. Instead of looking to be right, you're looking to find truth. And that is, that's it. That's the game. Like when you can give up the surrender of trying to be right. Mm. I tried all these things, it's a game. None of those worked. Like we just talked about before you started recording. It's like, these things aren't working. Why am I keep trying? And it's not, I'm not, I'm at the same place I was observation of that i'm at the same place i was and if you're at the same place you were and you like that place you're there you know what i mean like what are you doing live that right live that until you get to a place you're like wow i don't want this anymore what do i need to do to get out of this what does something else look like and then that's it it's like just surrendering that you don't know everything and everything that you thought you knew might be wrong because there's new information coming in. And if you're not interested in finding what that is, I mean, scientists get angry at new, new things because they, they wanna, every time, every time a huge thing comes up, they wanna say, you know, they wanna make that scientist feel stupid. They wanna make him feel crazy because they themselves would have to be wrong if they believed what they thought the new person was right. And then one wants to be wrong. You know, <laughs> you don't want to feel like all of the things that you have done are wrong. But if you can tweak that to just incomplete instead of wrong, you got no problems.
0: I like that. And that, I mean, that's when it all comes down to semantics. And it really is. And NLP will teach you all that, which is neuro-linguistic programming. But a word you said that I want to touch on is integrate. Because I think it's so easy for people in the personal development space and even spirituality is to intellectualize to go study and learn all these new things but you're not integrating.
1: That's mm-hmm. so funny because that actually is now what I'm remembering is what we talked about on our last um, podcast which was all of these things are here. You know everything's already here. We already know all of these laws of the universe. We've been here a long time. We have been here a long time. What we're not doing is learning from our history. We're not learning from our past. We know that war gets you nowhere. We know this. So (laughs) when the game in the Hunger Games is, um, when you brought that up is, when they go into this game, in order to win that game in Hunger Games, you have to kill people or else you lose, right? There's no win-win in that, like you just hold out as long as possible, keep your teams, you know, when they're inside the game, you keep your team, you keep your alliances. It's just like the game Survivor, the show Survivor on TV. Survivor is a game within the game. Yeah, We're already in the game. You just, you don't need to go on Survivor. You are in the game of Survivor already, you know? It's like you are playing it already. Once you realize your life is already that. And then how do we figure out how to not win but end the game.
0: I mean- Boom. Wait, boom. That's yeah. because so many people get so tripped on, on the future and planning mm-hmm. the future and wanting to extend. And no, it's like, we want to wake up from this insanity illusion.
1: Right. This is a game. And this, it's like game over. Like game- Yes. There's you know, trying to find the right side. Like, oh, I got to pick a Republican or a Democrat and I got to see who's going to be the best person. That's, that game sucks. Like we- People don't realize, you know, someone said to me the other day, Natalie, you are, are you willing to give up everything in order for there to be something new? And I just said, what are you talking about? Like this place already sucks pretty bad, you know, like, and if until it is not until it's heaven for everybody, we've, we're losing, like we are losing the game because you can't look at someone. You can't be truly happy when you look at another and they are not, it's just, that is not winning. That is, so that's just maybe that is winning for them but that's not my game the game that i'm playing is this heaven on earth game is how do we all win yes. how do we find the overlap and how do we fix the grid so the grid is just a new game when that whole thing with the, uh, game of thrones right and it was a huge metaphor I don't, a lot of people have. i don't know if you watched it but the whole the idea this woman who wanted to come in and she wanted to like break the wheel is what she kept saying i want, I want to break the wheel but when the time came she didn't break the wheel. She continued on and with revenge and with like getting people back. And she had to, um, she couldn't get past that, that this was happened to me and I will get mine. It is my turn, but you can't do that. Like the game of, of the hunger game and the game of Thrones. You just, the game is over. And so at the very end when they just go, okay, game's over and they come and get you and you're just out of the game, just done. I don't need to play this game anymore because I'm not looking to win. I'm just looking to find truth. And when people start looking for how that fits into their life every day, every moment of every day, what am I doing here? Am I trying to be right? Because right now, you know, I have this theory I'm talking to you about it, but you come in with some new information. Now I have a choice. Wait a minute, Heather just said some stuff that might go against what I've already known. And I just came up with this theory and this hypothesis What if that's wrong? And that's the choice. Do I think, no, I'm right, I'm right. Or do I integrate your new information to either change my opinion or solidify it? That's Mm. discernment. You know, that's why I wrote that class. It's teaching people how to do that. When information is coming in that is not what they think it is. Like religion does this all the time, all the time. You know, Dead Sea Scrolls come out and talking to my mom. And I said, you know, there's new information in the Bible. And she goes, oh, you know, I might've heard that on the Discovery Channel or National Geographic or, you know, on TV. And I'm thinking, why didn't you hear it from your church? If there's new Bible verses, I mean, they can go out and say this to you in a minute. They can say, oh, you know what? We chose Constantine. They, We had to make a book because we had to carry around this book. We had to choose what to put in the Bible. Okay, great. I. I might be able to buy that story for a while, but now we have the internet. Now we have the World Wide web. If the Vatican has more Bible verses, put them out there. We're we're smart enough to be able to read them now. You know what I mean? Like if their dead scrolls are out and you're going to a church that believes that they might be part of the Bible, lost text of the Bible, why aren't we so excited? (gasps) New information. Like, why are we not all analyzing this and reading it and trying to figure out what they mean? because they don't want change. They don't want to think that they're so afraid of change. They're so afraid of being wrong and exposing that they've been wrong or incomplete for 2000 years, that they would rather hide the information, the whole thing with the the priests and you know, people are okay. Maybe they're not closer to God than you because they're doing the same stuff that you're doing, the same stuff that everybody else is doing. Why are you putting these people between you and source? I don't know. Like, you know, like they're not asking the questions. Like the answers are in the questions. People aren't asking any of these questions because they don't want to leave the dough. They don't want to leave the routine. They they don't want to be wrong. You know? Well, my it, way of life might be not the best way of life. Huh. That makes me wrong. No, it makes you incomplete. You know, like so if you can just get to that place, a tweak in your mind. It was a huge, huge moment in my Ascension evolution, you know, it was just, wait a minute, my ancestors weren't wrong. My grandma, my aunts, my, the Italians, all, you know what I mean? Like you, you don't want to think that these people have been doing it wrong because that's in your epigenetics. That's in your, your history and your culture and your family. And you're like, wow, we've been duped. But if you can flip it into like, oh, we just didn't have all the information but now that we do have the information, what are we going to do with it? And that's what I'm interested in letting people know. It's like, dude, there's if there's just a better way. You yeah. can create a better way together. We can just decide we want to do things different. Period. Period. I mean, my sister and I stopped drinking. We used to. We all during COVID we were drinking and getting through it. You know, like everybody else, just getting through it. And then we're like, you know what? We don't like being hungover. We don't like wasting this day we don't like being in a state of that so we just decided to stop right so that's just a new reality for us we just don't buy drinks anymore you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, you just can do that you can just do that and people uh forget that they have the ability to create these new realities
0: well ultimately it makes me think that overall ignorance is a choice because the answers are out there and if you're okay but most people like certainty i call it a boring ass box people like certainty because they know what's going to happen and that's what dispensa talks about is our future is created from the past because we don't change our thinking but that's that's ignorant is it not
1: no, That's exactly it. So, you know, what, what he talks about is that there is an unknown future that you could choose. Time, I right? just
0: we, we have to share real quick. Natalie and I ended up not planned next to each other on a flight in December on our way to a week long dispensa event. And I want to definitely please share, you just got back from another dispensa follow up event. So, yeah, take it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, the the, the, the synchronicities, right. That we ended up seeing like every, almost every time we've met it's been just running into each other yeah. <laughs> and we ended up sitting and we were sitting in uh, both sitting in first class. We both had a conscious choice to do that, you know, to, to upgrade ourselves, right. There's a metaphor for what we went to, to dispense it to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then that woman had that intuitive message for me when she said, um, you know, someone, there's a consciousness here that wants to congratulate you for stepping into your truth. And I'm thinking, like, I have arrived, I'm in my truth, you know, and then you you get there. And, and I found some truth out that was that we are darkness, like I all my meditations were just dark, dark, dark. And I got to such a dark place that I was really fell into a, uh, like a nervous breakdown, almost like a straight up nervous breakdown where I was unable to function, I was having panic attacks on the on the regular, and they were like suicidal panic attacks. And, and so just about how dark we are. And then finally, I just had to like integrate this darkness, integrate it, and then realizing that. And so when you do that, you're like, okay, can I choose to think that I'm just righteous and right? You know, because you want that. Oh, I'm, I'm right. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm one of the good ones. I'm on, the time, I'm, I'm on team good. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. when you realize if there's oneness for real, then team bad is also on the team other side of the coin you are just you are mad at polarity at this point you're mad at all the lessons you're teaching but every single time when you hear someone who has made a massive transformation they say oh all that thing that got me there i wouldn't change that for a thing because that darkness is what brought me the awareness of the light and I'm really starting to understand this idea of what the darkness can be and why we've chose to live in polarity, why we've chose to live in a world that has a moon and a sun, why we have to have darkness and have light. That is the game. We have chosen the game of polarity. That is how it works. That is the second dimension. And when you realize that, then you can start again, living in this oneness of I'm not separate from the darkness. I am that too. And that is what we found out and that's what i continue to find out when i went to these dispensa events is that there are more people there that understand uh the game you know the 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 game that we use the darkness to see the light you can only see all these stars when it's at night they're there all day but you can see them all you being one of them through you know this darkness and then when you're done playing the game of polarity and of duality of di- light and dark you leave the game you just leave it. And when you do that, a third thing emerges, which is your rainbow light body, which is your awakened Merkaba, which is your vehicle of light, which allows you to transcend into all these other dimensions, because you don't need this one anymore. You can get into neutrality, into unconditional love, where all these things are now merged together. I mean, we, when we were there, we dressed as our, um, our future self for the opening party. And my future self was, you know, I had this nail polish on if you can see it, but it's like black and white in these rain and rainbows in between, which is when you get to this place where your dualistic brain is now merged with your heart mm-hmm. and created a oneness, then you can say like, oh, from this place of neutrality and from oneness, I can open up a third thing, which is now the integration of you know, the earth in the sky into your heart. And now you are this awakened for real being, which doesn't judge. It's like always the observer, no emotion. Every time you see someone you're like, wow, that's an, that's interesting, like interesting choice. That's it, like observing it because I I wonder why you did that. And I got the the practice of doing that with Joe Dispenza, which was, you know, just uh, why am I so angry? Why am I so mad? And you get into these altered states of consciousness and you can say, you can listen for these answers in a place that is not in the game. So you leave the game to get more information, to come back and play the game better is what I get, you know, is, is finding the overlap, like leaving this reality for a minute through meditation, through running, through, you know, through um, there's a million ways to get in uh, breath work, sex, with the right person. You know, like you can get into these altered states of consciousness and then you realize, oh my gosh, there's a whole nother game here that people that choose not to do it are missing. You're choosing ignorance. They choose it. And then you can't if you can't choose ignorance and then get mad that you're that mad that you're mad.
0: Mad oh, that but- you're but you can because that victims are going to point the finger outward and blame. But I think that that's the key here, right. Is to turn it back in and take your power back. But my question for you is because I love this whole analogy of we're in a game and anybody listening and watching this now understands, Holy shit, I'm in this game, but I have, I can find the tools. I can connect with the people to help raise my vibration and get me out of this insanity But what is your advice to be like, where do you go from here?
1: Well, you find your own game. So the way I see it is that my clues are not going to be your clues. So I have developed my own relationship and my own language with the universe straight up. Like when I go through the world, I'm like, oh, that's a clue. That's a clue. And I can just see people. They're brighter to me. Uh, A book will be brighter to me on the shelf or you will just get a notion. Maybe I should do that today. And then I just do that. Not, no, I have this other thing. I'm like, no, it'll work itself out. Like what is right for Heather is right for me. What we, this is the non-zero sub game where the overlap, we find the sweet spot between where we like to hang out. You know, like what do we like to do together? And you just find that and you do that, that's the game. Find the overlap with all these different ideas and all these different people, but you have to be willing to let go of your old belief system. You're not willing to make room. It's just a computer. Imagine a game. It's like you are the computer and your software are your thoughts and your emotions. If you keep thinking the same thoughts and the same emotions, you're going to have the same, you're going to be running Atari. Straight up. (laughs) If they thought Atari was the best that we were ever going to do, we would never get to this place. But someone had to say, you know what? We can do better. I can do better. I can do better. I think I can do better. And when you say that to people, nobody can deny that. Every relationship that you're in, if you are having an argument and people are being petty and you know, you're just trying to be right, not trying to find the truth, you're trying to be right. And you say to that person, I think we can do better. I mean, what? You know, <laughs> yeah. it really is a stopping point in science. You're like, "Wow, I think we can do better." Have we got do we think we know everything? And some scientists will be like, oh, no, you can't. Those are laws. We've gotten to the moon with those laws. We've gotten to space with those laws. You're like, but what's after that? What's after the moon? What's after those? You know, so that's when things start Mm. to to change within science. And they are so ingrained in this religion and so ingrained in these past beliefs and so ingrained in this that they don't think that there is anything else. And that's on them. Like that is that is not where I spend my time like if you're looking for the information i will tell you how to get there but i'm not going to go around and prophesize and be like in the in the way which is you need to think what i think think what i think like that is when you start to actually fall into that same trap which is that everything is right for me that's right for you it's not you know it's just not you know um someone else's happiness is not yours And so that is another part of the game is knowing that you have the things that I like to do making art. And if I said, you know what, if you just made art, everything would be better for you. You're like, I I don't really like doing that. You know, that's the difference is knowing that finding the overlap between those people in those relationships and figuring out what to do. And that's the game. Yours is different than mine.
0: It makes go me point. think that yeah, that go overlap. Ultimately, I feel what you're saying the overlap is, is find your joy and your happiness because we all have it. Different modems, different tools, but find that that's the overlap. Find it with the other
1: relationships, the other experiences, the other people in your life. So if your mom is not into all of this, but she, also, but she likes to go biking or shopping with you, don't talk to your mom about this stuff. Just talk to her about biking and shopping. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless yeah. she asks you, hey, Heather, what are you doing? And then you, then you tell her. And that is the overlap. And so the overlap might change. The boundaries are always moving because we live in a monad. People are, a monad is like a, like the Waze app. It's, it's always changing and moving. Oh, construction. We just got a user saying there was a car accident over here. We're going to come- direct you there. Yeah. So all of a sudden everything changes. But I really wanted to go that way. Well, sit in traffic, then that's your choice. Mm. You have to be able to adapt to new information all the time and be comfortable enough to say what I thought was fully correct before is not. And what I thought was necessary. Like I don't have to, like my ex-husband, for example, love this guy, right? Freaking love this guy. Loved him the day that I married him as much as that, as I love him now, you know? And, but there was a moment when I said, I'm going to deep, I'm going to dive into consciousness so deep that I might crack. I mean, like I, I kind of knew that, you know, from that moment, I'm like I'm about to explore something that you and I have not done together. And when we talked about it, the more and more, I just felt this resistance from him to go into this. He's not going to dispense events and that's okay. doesn't want to, you know, that was for me. It's like, it's okay. We can just find our overlap. And so we did. It's kids, it's our complete friendship and love for each other. It's money, it's, you know what I mean? Like support um, of each other in whatever way that looks. And now I look at him and I just have so much gratitude and so much joy that he was willing to play that game with me. He doesn't want to play the game of exploring consciousness to the point where you're, you're, you're holding space for two opposing ideas so strongly that you really start to lose what's real. And that happened to me. Like I went to a place where I, I couldn't hold both the third and the fifth dimension in one body. I, I couldn't keep one foot in five and one in three and three and still function until I knew that that was what I was trying to do. So I was like, oh heck, I'm just, every visionary has to hold space for the vision of the future when it's not here yet. And that's what we're being asked to do. We're being asked to create a future that we're not living in. We're living in this one this reality but we're holding space for that new one to come and so what i was able to do with these with everything i do is i found where our overlap was the vesica pisces a non-zero-sum game where we both win i can go off and do my consciousness stuff and i can still have his support with the kids and the home and the family and i know you know and he can still have that for me and we can do that from each other and that's what i talk about about finding the overlap with everyone and then you can truly lead by example when people are saying, well, what are you, what are you doing when you go to those things? Because you come back different? Then you can, okay, now you've just got an open door. You just got permission. And then you find where they start to, so they're starting to tilt out because it's so different from what they might have known. And then you just, you know, baby steps it in, It find the overlap. This is what they're comfortable talking about. This is as far as I'm comfortable talking with you because if i tell you everything you will sort of you will certainly try to lock me up you know what i mean like yeah you will you will be concerned now cuz it's so far away from what you believe yeah. so the game for me now is to try and see how i can function in a, a this polarity and and still be able to build that vision that any visionary would have that we can we can live in a reality tunnel of one that looks like heaven, that feels like heaven to me. And I believe that that's possible. And every time I meet people that are at these events and other places too, they don't, they're not all just these, you know, people that go to these events, but they go to several different events and they're interested in the same thing that I am, which is how do we make this place better? Mm -hmm. How do we live better? Because what we have now is not worth keeping, not, Right, it's not. There are people starving there. Are, you know, like you can talk about the stuff. There are people that are not living in heaven, and until they are, we're playing the wrong game. That's just, like that's my thoughts on it. Like, yeah, what game are you playing? Are you playing the money game? Are you playing the power game? Are you what, the hunger game? You like what game are you playing? In my game, I was like, oh, I'm playing, I'm playing heaven on earth. That's it. I don't. I know I need money, but I, I don't. That's not the ultimate game. That's not how you win, you know? Cause you can't take that money with you, but you can take your karma to the next game. Like when you die, you take everything you've done with you to the next level. And people don't even know that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't even, you know, they're not even asking what happens when they die. We know, ask Dolores Cannon and the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that she has interviewed that have an overlap, right? There's not just one person out there saying something. There are psychologists and people that go into these elder states of consciousness and they tap into the field where the answers are there. They're looking for answers. All you got to do is open up the book, get on the internet and find the answers that you're looking for and know how to use discernment to say, that's true for me. That's not true for me. That's that's the game. It's And it's fun because when I run into you that day that I met you, I wanted to go to yoga. I was in San Diego. I wanted to do something I hadn't done before. That was it. That was it. And then I went through the thing, found you, blah, blah, blah. Of course you are on the same vibration as me. All I did that day was do what I wanted to do.
0: That's so a, a little backstory, that was the summer of 2018. I was living in San Diego teaching paddleboard yoga, but that's the point. You, somehow you got the intuitive nudge, go do something new, different. And it connected us. We both happened to be from Denver, but met in San Diego anyway. Right, that's the game, right? So, so follow, you-, you gotta follow those nudges because that's it's the all these pieces to the puzzle.
1: The, the crumbs, the clues, yes. and I know they're there. And that's why I'm able to- say that, like, yeah. the evidence is in the game, like, I am playing, it. I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 I, I did go to, you know, I did go to that day, and I did meet that person for lunch, and I did do that, and when I got there, I learned this, mm-hmm. so great, like, so grateful, that I went there, I followed my intuition, I got the clues, the synchronicity showed up, and that's how I know I'm, like, winning it, and then if you don't feel like doing something, don't do it, like, that is actually, the sweet, like that is the, you know, the Tabasco or the, 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 icing on the cake or the, you know, the, the sweet spot or the hot sauce of it all, like the spiciness of it. When you don't want to experience something, you just choose not to. And that's hard because these are people that you have maybe known your whole life and they're like, Hey, let's go do this. And you're like, yeah, I actually want to hang out with you. I don't, I don't like that feeling when I leave. I don't like being there. I don't really even like your friends, you know, (laughs) you have to analyze that. And you're like, wow, why am I doing this then? Right. Why am I doing that? I don't like this job. Oh, but you know, you've been there for so long and this and this and that, and it's security and it's this. I'm like, yeah, but you don't like it. So if you don't like it, that means that there's probably someone who will like it. Who's waiting for that job, waiting for you to quit. And there's another job waiting for you that you're too scared to go look for. And, all you got to do is what you like doing. This doesn't work for me anymore. And I got to a better place with my ex-husband because we got, because I love him. Well, again, like the love was always there, but I'm enjoying him in the relationship and the, the family situation that we created so much more
0: mm.
1: And the old thing that I also created. Right. So I created all of it. I created it, decided I didn't like it decided to create something else. And that's what I think that everyone has the ability to do when they're playing the game. Wait, I created this. Do I like it? I like parts of it. Let's keep the parts I like and delete and change the parts I don't. And if you could do that every minute of every day. Took a bite of that sandwich. I don't even like the sandwich. Guess what? You put it down and you eat something else. Oh, but I already made it and it's already here. And I know if I eat it, no, don't eat it. Yeah. Every minute. You know what I mean? I threw away a cup of coffee earlier because I'm like, eh, it got cold. Throw it away. Just made a new one. Because why do I have to drink coffee I don't like? You know, it's like every minute.
0: Uh, Natalie, I have to say I almost feel selfish for this interview because it was everything I needed.
1: Oh, that's what I'm talking about, right? I know,
0: and and you know, it was funny. By the time you booked it, I was like, "Why did she book it so far out?" Because we weren't supposed to have this conversation until today, because of everything you shared. And
1: then that gives me like those energy shoots through me. Yeah, actually, yeah, the same thing. It was about a month out because I was going to be gone at that thing, and you were in Mexico. You know, and you just that was the first available spot when I went into your thing, and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm just about to get, I will be just getting back. I'm sure I will learn so much stuff there. I will be in a better place. And I certainly am because I started just just to realize, I'm like, oh, what's good for Heather is what's good for me. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's when we were supposed to meet. And then we're finding that it is, you know, (laughs) and then we're baking that. We're like, wow, that that's the game. I just assumed that it would be right for us to meet at this time because that's the time I booked whatever I did is the right choice and then it was right then you're like that worked yeah do that again you know do that again and then next time I say hey let's have coffee and you're like can't do it that day don't rearrange your schedule find if you know what I mean find a time that it does work and that's the perfect time yes as opposed to like oh Heather didn't want to come or you know like there's nothing about that like it's just What's right for you is what's right for me always. And then that's how I think we both win.
0: So question, because we covered a lot of different things today. What is one key takeaway you want listeners to get?
1: Well, that's it. I mean, like that you are, you have a strategy. Like if you come up with a strategy and create your own relationship with the universe, your own language, where, you know, that when that song comes on, it means this. When you see those numbers, it means this. When, you, when that person calls you and texts you, it means that. And so you create, you figure out the game that you already planted here for yourself. You find your own clues and you find them in the things you like to do. That's it. You're in a game. That's it. Like And <laughs> every game it requires a strategy. You wouldn't go to the Super Bowl without studying the other team without figuring out who is on your team, without creating plays and passes and all of these things. I mean, you have, you find the players that want to play the same game you're playing Mm -hmm. and you play it with them, you know? And when you think of it in that way, you're like, wow, are you on the team? I don't know, what are your, what do you have to gain? What do I have to gain from you being on my team and vice versa? And if they're not a good enough player in that role, find one that is, just you're off the team. I'm playing a game here and I'm playing to win. You know, <laughs> I don't well, want I'm to,
0: to. No, no, no. It's not to win. It's to end the game. Game over. We're playing to get to get get out. out. No, you're right. Right. And yeah. that is me winning. You know, me okay. winning is
1: just like heaven on earth is the game. And right now that's not the game that most people are playing. People are playing to make the most money or to get the most power or to have, even to have the most love. Do you realize that having love for everyone is oneness. Like if, if I have love for the whole planet and I am oneness, I am the universe. I am this God, right. Then I am you and you are me. Then we both win every time. It's the Nash equilibrium. I mean, that is a whole nother topic, which I'm, you know, which I'm researching right now. But the idea is like in this, in this game theory, that if you, are coming to a place where if everybody wins, that's how every it's the best outcome for all people. So that is mathematically proven by this guy, John Ash. (laughs) But he says that in a game where there are rational players, so find some other rational players that want to play the same game that you're playing and realize that when everybody wins, because we are living in wholeness, then that is the best solution for everyone. So if there's a solution that's good for me, but not good for you, that's actually not my best solution. And that's mathematically proven and scientifically proven. So when you start playing these theories, you know, where you're living in a a game theory, which is you have free will, you're in a game. So I get to choose what I wanna do and so do you. But if we choose that we are gonna pick the solution that's best for both of us, then everybody wins. Every time, like we don't make products that get people sick, do we? Just don't do that. Why would you do that? You're doing it because you want to make money, but you're making people sick. That's not going to be a winning game for anyone, right? You know. So when we start changing the whole game, which is how do we all win? That's how we end the game. That's how we win, in my opinion. It's not that's how we all winning is breaking the game, the old three dimensional paradigm, which is duality, into a new duality, which is giving and receiving. Yes. I know it's a lot, but it's been like on my mind a bunch, you know, obviously, because it's like, you know, spilling out. But this is all I think about constantly. Non-stop thought of how do we get out of the game? How do I get out of the
0: game? I get it. There are days when I get overwhelmed and it's like, okay, I just, I can't hear, watch, do nothing. I could just have to sit here. Yeah. Okay. So I'd love to wrap up the interview. Otherwise, I truly feel we could probably talk forever. Yeah. A couple rapid fire questions for you. Okay. What is a quote or motto that you live by? Oh, that is such a good one. Um,
1: Well, this new one. Well, no, find the overlap, fix the grid. I mean, that came to me over the last uh, couple of days. And I started to realize that that's why I've been so obsessed with this geometry with this geometric code which is a series of overlapping circles and so I start thinking my of myself as a circle and who else do I want in it in this very coherent way which is this geometry which is the seed of life which is the Merkaba which is the auric field which is the Taurus you know it's it's all overlapping and they are all one it's like all these quotes are really just one quote.
0: What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Um,
1: oh, the kin of Atta are waiting for you. I just finished it. There are so many activations in there and so many triggers in there that it's just a beautifully written. Um, in it seems like it's metaphorical, but it's actually real. It's it is it is real. Like we are living in the dream. We are living in the holograph of our combined thoughts and it is just a beautiful way of uh integrating that message by reading this book the kin okay. of atta are waiting for you i can't remember who wrote it but you'll find all right it.
0: final question what advice would you give your younger self um
1: you know funny because i think of my younger self is like me five days ago you right. know always. <laughs> Yeah every minute is my younger self being replaced by my new self and um and it really was again just this last thing it's like you you know you you can heal yourself just like just drop stop being mad just stop being mad i'm done being mad and when you're done being mad you can move into neutrality which is the void is that is where the magic really begins and you can start being somebody else in that place just neutral i love
0: that and what a great note to end on natalie thank you so much for joining me and keep spreading your light thanks for
1: having me on again i love the follow-up i love the growth um from spot to spot and being able to look back and see where you were in 2018 and then you're like oh wow I love that old me. I'm in love with that old me that was still trying to figure all this stuff out. And I'm in love with the the old me that is in this moment that hasn't figured out what I'm gonna figure out in two years, you know? Let's do that again in two years.
0: (laughs) Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at Heather.Hakes or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.